his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The top Republican in the Minnesota Senate is with us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, State Senator Mark Johnson, to react to the news of the latest forecast. Do we get extra money in the budget because it's a leap day, Mark? Is that how that works? I like I like the way that sounds. Yeah, that that's good. <laughs> uh, no, I I think uh, we we do have a little bit better numbers. Uh, it looks like, but uh, you know, I think it's when you look to the future on that one. It's the same story as what we saw back in November, too. $3.7 billion state surplus is projected. You know, the one the one thing that strikes me and the question that I think a lot of uh, Minnesotans are wondering is like, all right, if we have a surplus every single time we get a new estimate, are we being overtaxed? Is the state collecting too much of our money? If you look at, at the different ratings across the nation, I mean, whether it's corporate tax, whether it's it's personal income tax, I mean, we're either number one or within the top four uh, on those on those projections. And so we increased uh, government spending by 40 percent last session. Right. So government is well taken care of. And what we need to be looking at is what's going on with uh, Minnesota families, what's going on with our Minnesota businesses. I think when you go and you talk to those folks, uh, they feel the burden right now. They feel the burden of inflation. They feel the burden of taxes on their billfolds. I don't know why we're not focusing more on Minnesota families, but the Democrats just seem concerned about growing government right now. And, and keep in mind, too, Jason, that $3.7 billion, that's what's in the bank. But when you look at the expenses and the revenue, we're flipped. So we've got more expenses than we do revenue going forward. And so what that means is, yeah, you can you can pay the bills for a little while longer, but eventually you're going to run out of money. And we see that about two years out, two to four years out here. Unless we do something right now, this session, uh, it's going to be pretty bleak for Minnesota going going forward. So we've got to be conscious of that. This whole idea of a, of a surplus just means that we have some money in the bank, and we've got to be careful with that. The governor today said that, uh, you know, sort of echoed what, what you're saying, he's saying that the state economy is humming along, but uh, the fact that this surplus is up, what, it's up about a, mm-hmm. a 1.7, 1.3 billion from the December 1. projection. 1.3, yeah. Uh, you know, he's still saying, look, uh, he seems to be cautioning his DFL colleagues in the legislature to, to not go crazy with spending this surplus. What is, what is, <laughs> so sort, Jason, what's your take we on We that? heard that same rhetoric last year when, when the governor got up in front of one of these uh, 
early session uh, type meetings where we talk a little bit about what our priorities are. And he said, I am a fiscal conservative. And so we're going to, you know, keep our spending tight. And then we went through $17.5 billion of surplus last year. And not only that, we raised taxes on Minnesotans by another $10 billion. So there's nothing fiscally conservative about the Democrat-run Senate or House or the governor's office. Uh, so uh, once the rhetoric starts matching up with the actual actions, you know, you you probably can't rely on that uh, that rhetoric right now. Do you think that uh, there will be caution in the legislature, or do you do you expect that uh, the DFL majority in the House and in the Senate will will spend the surplus? <laughs> well, I, I think if you want to if you want an indicator of what their prior priorities are going to be, look at one of the first bills that they dropped was the sanctuary state bill. I mean, although some people say, well, that may not pass. Well, that's true. But now we've signaled out to the rest of the country that, hey, if you can make it to Minnesota, not only are we going to give you a a driver's license here and pay for your health care, but we're going to try to protect you. And whether that bill becomes law or not, that's a signal that we've sent. And so our schools are going to see increased uh, population in them. Our our county resources are going to have a whole lot more pressure on them as well. And so this is the sort of thing that we've got to take a step back from and just say, how can we take care of Minnesota? Take care of making sure that, that our folks aren't stuck in a, in a driver's license uh, line of DBS. Uh, you know, they're able to do the things that they need to do with, with their business, make sure that the roads and bridges are, are taken care of. I mean, we really need to focus on the bread and butter instead of these wild spending uh, ideas that are going on around here. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Senate Minority Leader Mark Johnson, Republican, with us here on CCO. Uh, Mark, when you know you you say wild spending ideas, when you look at what you know, KSTP did a Minnesota poll and asked about some of the things that the legislature passed, some of the spending things, and sure. they're wildly popular. The universal lunches at school, wildly popular uh, in this mm-hmm. Minnesota poll. Uh, some of the, yeah. uh, you know, child care type things, the child tax credit, uh, you know, these things are very, very popular with Minnesotans. Oh, ab- absolutely, Jason. And, and Republicans had proposals on a number of these ideas uh, before the Democrats got after it. 
And so let's take paid family medical leave. We had a system that we had put together that, that gave a private option for that. So you could buy that just like you do, you know, your workman's right. comp policy and, and all that. Um, and you could do that in a way that you didn't have to build in 40% increase in government spending. And it was a way that the businesses were behind it, employees were behind it, common sense things. But what happened when the Democrats got control is they increased spending by 40%, increasing the amount of hires. So now our, our government is competing with our private sector for, for finding people while well, employment is historically low. I mean, this is driving inflation in this state and really making it tough for people to want to stay and be here. So, you know, there's some great ideas and, and we support a lot of that stuff, but the way that they went behind around it uh, was it was absolutely the wrong way of doing it and ends up costing Minnesota families so much more money. How do, how do Republicans convince voters of that? Because you need to win elections if you're going to try to make these cases. And right now the Democrats are running the table. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, the back in 2022, when this all uh, started going down, I think the, the big driver was, uh, you know, the Roe v. Wade case that that had come through and so now that was their way of, of looking at that election. And so that kind of gave them some cover. But now their real policies and their priorities are starting to hit Minnesota's pockets books. And it, it's about, you know, uh, what our schools are doing. How are we investing into schools? How are we investing into roads and bridges? What's happening to my ability to, to work in, in this state? And so those sorts of restraints, uh, you know, it, it's really getting to be difficult for a lot of Minnesota families, and that's what we want to repair. State Senator Mark Johnson with us uh, here on CCO. You know, part of part of the challenge for Republicans, I think, is the fact that, you know, uh, when, when Democrats spend money uh, on things that are popular, mm-hmm. uh, Republicans look like yeah. sort of the crabby party of, no, we don't want to do this, <laughs> no, we don't want... We don't want kids to have uh, lunch in school. It is like it, it is when you're in the minority and you're opposing spending. Uh, I think it's yeah. fair to look at and say, like, all right, well, what is the positive agenda instead of just the no, no, no? Sure, and and so and that's the way that it's been characterized. And you saw the governor today during that uh, press conference that we had with the budget release, where he said Republicans want to get rid of uh, universal school lunches. When have leadership within the Republican caucuses, either one, said that's what we want to do? Nobody's ever said that. So they are putting words in our mouth and trying to really run the story of, of what what our priorities are. And that's clearly not it. We want to make sure that we have the best education system in the state. That used to be something we were so proud of as Minnesotans. We want to have the best environment in this state where people can come and enjoy our lakes, our streams, those sorts of things. This is what we want to do, but we want to do it in a way that balances the needs of Minnesotans and also, you know, what we can do in our budget. And so that's a fine balance. But you saw the, yeah. the Democrats go so far to the left last year, so extreme. Minnesota is not going to be able to afford that. And you're going to see that coming down the road in a couple of years. Uh, really appreciate the time. We'll, we'll kind of see. I, lo- I look at it and I'm like, man, if we keep having surpluses because more tax is being collected, it sort of feels like maybe these higher taxes aren't hurting Minnesotans that much. They're still spending. The economy's still 
moving. It's it's not the result that I would have expected. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Seeing surplus after surplus after surplus, especially with the inflation that we've seen in Minnesota, it's a little surprising. I think. Yeah, well, I I think this is on a very short term. It's hard to make structural adjustments, but yeah. I, this is really putting us at a disadvantage, Jason. And long term, we are not going to see the growth in this state uh, that we should be seeing in a great state like Minnesota. Let's do things right. And then we're going to make sure that we can be sustainable. But we're not going to see that here if we keep going down this path. Senate Minority Leader Mark Johnson, we appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Hey, thanks a lot, Jason. Appreciate it. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.